BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Spring deals at Ross will have you saying, it's a yes for me. Say yes to trending looks like tube tops, dad shorts, and miniskirts for less than online, or vintage tees and beach shorts for a weekend getaway. With all the styles to choose from, there's a yes around every corner. Because saving money and looking good is what you do. It's a yes for you and your bank account. Hit up Ross for your certified yes for me moment. God will use every single interaction, Mm -hmm. every single encounter. And I think sometimes we may not see it this out of heaven. We may not always have the fruit of the labor or reciprocity or even get the reaction that we think that we should. Mm -hmm. But I think that we just have to be listening Mm -hmm. for God's Holy Spirit prompting Mm -hmm. and be obedient to whatever He's calling us to do. And so that may be just as simple as a smile Mm -hmm. (laughs) with the person that you're, you know, walking down the street or saying hello to the person that you passed, making eye contact and maybe extending an invitation or um, giving a gift or maybe even just being present with somebody. You're listening to She with Jordan Lee Dooley, a personal development podcast for the everyday woman. Come invited, leave ignited. Here's your host, Jordan Lee Dooley. Hey, Rachel. Welcome to She. Thanks so much for having me. Yes. Thanks for being here. I am so excited for this conversation. We were talking a little bit before we recorded and just some of the stuff you were saying before we even got to hit record was total gold. So I was like, we have to start. So all of that said, I have a lot of good questions for you. But for those who may not be familiar with you, can you share a little of your background and what led you to write a devotional called A Little Goes a Long Way? Yeah, sure. I am a small town Kentucky girl. I'm born and raised here and I met my husband, Brian, on the very first day of college and moved him to my little small town. And together we have two children, Will and Kate, who we named before the royal couple actually got together. They're both in middle school. And, uh, you know, for a while I worked kind of in the boardroom, but then I became a stay-at-home mom and moved quickly into the playroom. And I really just kind of struggled in that season, if I'm being honest, mm-hmm. just with this this idea of what what is my value now? I'm really wrestling with my significance. My husband would come home from work and would ask me how I am. And I would quickly list like all the things that I had accomplished in the day. And just wanting validation and affirmation. And and I did the same thing with the Lord. I still do. I mean, I still struggle with this concept of just wanting so badly to make a big difference, but feeling like my life is too small too. Mm, And so um, it was just kind of this wrestling and struggle with the Lord that I just went to His Word and went to to the Bible for wisdom and and realized, and I have discovered, I feel like that a significant life is actually much simpler and maybe smaller than we think. Yeah, I think so many of us can relate to that feeling of like, there's so much I want to do and I want to make an impact and I want to, you know, do things that are going to change the world. And I don't feel like I have the reach to do that or I don't feel like my life is, you know, big enough, if you will. So thanks for sharing that so honestly, because I think that's just so important for other people to hear. You know, I just, I 
guarantee other people are having that thought. I know I've had that thought before. We've all felt that way in one way or another. And I think it's just such an important reminder. And I know your devotional focuses on how every moment matters, even the little ones. So why do you think so many of us struggle to feel like our life or our contributions matter? Or maybe another way of saying that is that we maybe believe the lie that they don't matter. I think that it's, I think the main culprit is is the enemy in comparison. Mm-hmm. I think he wants us to look, the enemy wants us to look everywhere else at everybody else's life and look and think, oh, they, they're doing much bigger things, yeah. much better things than I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And so we keep our eyes on everybody else and off of what we are doing and what God's given us mm-hmm. to steward. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's, that's the main thing that, that keeps us maybe distracted. And, and I think that so often, you know, never do I want to demonize doing big things for the Lord, because I certainly think that God works in big, mighty, miraculous ways because He's a big, mighty, miraculous God. But I just don't want us to discount the small ways that He works too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we can look at the lives of people in the Bible, and so often we even look at the highlight reels of their lives. Yeah, um, We can read through a whole chapter of somebody's life, and of course, there's going to be really big moments. Mm-hmm. But we forget that, you know, David, for example, he was shepherding in the field and playing his harp and many ordinary everyday days that the the characters in the Bible had as well. And Mm -hmm. so I think that we just need to be mindful of, of that. Yeah, that's so good and so true. I didn't even think about that with reading the Bible, but you're right. We always like focus on like the big cool thing that they did and we forget like the, probably a lot of mundane in between all of that. So that's so important. I'd love to hear your opinion on this. You know, I think a lot of us can feel like our contributions are not significant enough or, you know, big enough or whatever we might be believing. But what do you think constitutes a significant life? Well, I, and this is something that I'm so passionate about. I, I think our significance comes from Christ. Mm-hmm. There, There is nothing that we can do to earn or strive or gain any of our worth or our value. We have that inherently because of who we are in Christ. Mm-hmm. My, one of my very favorite verses is Ephesians 2.10, that we are God's workmanship, mm-hmm. uh, that God created for us to do good works. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, that we have to kind of start there, that we are His workmanship created in His image. And, and as believers, we have His Holy Spirit residing in us. And because He is so significant, immediately, we are significant. You know, we don't have to do anything. He loves us just uh, simply for who we are. And, you know, you even look at Adam and Eve in Genesis, mm-hmm. they hadn't done anything and God looked upon his creation and he said, I'm, I'm pleased with how I made these people. Mm-hmm. And I believe he looks upon us and he, he's pleased with how he made us too, apart from anything that we do. And mm-hmm. so that's where our significance comes from. We don't have to earn it. Um, it. It just is ours inherently. Yeah, that's so good. So I want to talk about, you mentioned like our significance in Christ. And I want to talk about Christ as an example a little bit, because I think that's really important to look at. I want to know, what are your thoughts on how Jesus demonstrated the importance of doing a little, if that makes sense? Yes. And this is when when I was looking through the Bible and I found little examples. I mean, God always, He's a God of multiplication. He always does His best work with anything that we offer. And He just wants our willingness and our obedience. And, mm-hmm. you know, even when Jesus came to live on earth, He He lived this way. And I love that if you think about the way He lived His life, He was born as a baby in the tiny town of Bethlehem. He never traveled outside a hundred mile radius. Mm -hmm. He likely studied the scriptures. He was a carpenter with his earthly father, Joseph. He walked along the roads and he prayed with people. He attended weddings and funerals and taught in synagogues. Mm -hmm. And 
held children and he washed feet and he shared one cup of water with one woman beside a well. Mm -hmm. And so if nothing was too insignificant for the Savior of the world, there is nothing that is too insignificant for me Mm -hmm. and for you. Yeah. So good. So good. I love that. Okay. So another question I have is you touched on comparison at the beginning, and I think we should come back to this because I think this is really important. What role does that play in assessing, you know, what we have to offer, what we bring to the table, the difference we can make? You know, I'd love to just kind of park here for a second and talk about how are we getting tripped up on that and and what role does that play in this process? Yeah, I think we are absolutely getting tripped up on this because I think that what the enemy wants to do is he wants to discourage us and he wants to defeat us so much Mm -hmm. that then we don't do anything. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's his goal because we, you know, that Ephesians 2.10 verse that I talked about earlier, Mm -hmm. we're God's workmanship, but we're created to do good work Mm -hmm. and not just once, but good works, that's plural. Mm -hmm. And so there's good work for us to do. And so if the enemy can discount Mm -hmm. and discourage us and defeat us into thinking that what we're doing doesn't matter, especially in comparison to somebody else, then we do nothing at all. And of course, then that's what He wants to happen. But God has good work for us to do no matter what season of life we're in. Mm -hmm. You know, I think even another issue with comparisons, not just comparing our lives to other people, Mm -hmm. but also also comparing our lives to our previous seasons of life. Mm -hmm. For example, maybe if if you used to be working and you aren't anymore, maybe Mm -hmm. a listener is retired and they're thinking, well, what's my significance and value now? Mm -hmm. Or you used to have children in the home and now you don't. And so you think, Mm -hmm. well, now what am I doing? Um, Or maybe you're you're so young and you think, well, one day when I, you know, have a family or one day when Mm -hmm. I have a job or one day when I, you know, get me or whatever it would be, like then maybe my life is significant. Or I even had a season not long ago where physically I had a surgery and I wasn't able to really do anything. I couldn't drive my car. I couldn't make my meals to go get the car. I couldn't even walk the dogs. And so I just really struggled with, well, what God, what's, what's my worth and value now? I'm just, I'm just laying here. Yeah. Um, and then I think what I want everyone to, to hear is like, we can compare ourselves to even previous seasons, but God has something for us in every season. And it may be as simple as, you know, giving somebody an encouraging word or mm-hmm. praying or spending time with the Lord. Like, even that alone, reading your Bible and being with Him, that's significant. That's mm-hmm. good works. And so I, I just want everybody to be mindful that even those things matter. Yeah, that's so good. So good. I love that. Okay. So, you know, I know in your devotions, you talk about the little things we can do individually and how we can focus on that. But I know you also have one devotion about the impact of a little group. So I think this is important touching on the community aspect of this. How do you think God can use us collectively through community, through relationships with other people, things like that? Uh, this is, I have seen this in my own life, but again, just back to the Bible, I mean, in the very beginning, he, he looked at Adam and he says, it's not good for me to be alone. Mm-hmm. And then you think about, you know, even Jesus himself surrounded himself with, with other people, the disciples. And if you think about how the the, the gospel has spread, it's been, it was through the early church, a very small group of believers, and we're still talking about him today. Mm-hmm. You know, God can use little groups for sure. And even the Israelites, like there's there's something called the remnant, which is like this this faithful, loyal minority who who was faithful to what God called them to do. Mm-hmm. And so and because they were faithful, now we have have heard of Jesus and we're able to be faithful mm-hmm. too. And so I think about the little groups in my own life, which would be like my husband and my children and my friendships, my, my church, you know, little Bible studies that I do. And and now even I have 
you know, just writer friends that just people that can come alongside you to say, you know, when you are believing some of those lies, maybe, or comparing yourself that they remind you of the truth or give you an encouraging word when you want to quit and say, no, don't, don't give up, you know, this, this to keep be patient and persevere. I think it's just so important that we come alongside each other in this mm-hmm. journey to stay the course and, and to be faithful. Yeah, that's good. I love that. Okay. So in addition to that, I know so much of your focus is on doing the little things and how that can impact our own life, but you also address how our little offerings, the small things we do can affect the people in our lives. And I think this just builds so beautifully off of what you were just saying. Did you see? My new book, Embrace Your Almost, is officially out in the world, and I can't believe it's available to you anywhere books are sold. You can grab it from Amazon or Target or Barnes & Noble or Books A Million. There's some special editions out there, too. Target has an exclusive edition. Barnes & Noble and Books A Million both have signed editions. And you can also get it at local independent bookstores. Anywhere books are sold, you should be able to find it. So if you are walking through a season of unmet expectations or disappointment or broken dreams or waiting or uncertainty, this book will bless your life. If you are not in one of those seasons, but you're just not entirely sure what's next for you, this book will bless your life. And if you have a loved one or a friend or a sister who's walking through a season like that, who's dealing with unmet expectations or broken dreams or uncertainty or waiting, this book will be such a great gift for her or something to pass on to her. So if that sounds like something you need or something a loved one in your life needs, grab a copy. Grab a copy from Amazon. Grab a copy from Barnes & Noble, from Target, from anywhere books are sold. I cannot wait to hear what you think. And I cannot wait to not only get this message in your hands, but also for you to pass on this message and share it because I believe it's more than a message. It's a movement. So as you listen, as you go about your day, I would love for you to put it in order, grab a copy, and start reading as soon as it arrives at your door. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms, and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. With two little kids, I do most of my shopping online now, but it can be so hard to shop for things like clothes online because I never know if I'm getting good quality until it arrives. The game changer, upgrading to high quality, affordable pieces from Quince. Now I have luxury essentials that transition from one occasion to the next, and I stayed on budget. Quince has so many options to choose from, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. One of my favorite items from Quince is the silk pajamas I got. They are so high quality, a luxury pajamas, but not at a luxury price tag. And I just feel like they don't even compare to some of the other pajamas that I have bought online or that I've bought um, just at various different stores. And like, these are incredible. (laughs) 
Indulge in affordable luxury by going to quince.com slash she for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash she to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash she. Thrive Market is a go-to for all your grocery and household essentials, and the convenience of getting everything online then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories, and you can use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with just a few clicks. And when you shop Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for- one membership matching program. You join and they give. I use Thrive Market every single month. I get our dish detergent, dish soap, and various other just basic household essentials that are low-tox and non-tox ingredients, and it is the easiest way to get all of my favorite clean items sent right to my door at an affordable price, I should add. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash she for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash she. Thrivemarket.com slash she. Can you give us some examples of how we can benefit others even with the small actions and the little things that we do? Yeah, I mean, I really do. I believe God will use every single interaction, Mm -hmm. every single encounter. And I think sometimes we may not see it this out of heaven. We may not always have the fruit of the labor or reciprocity or even get the reaction that we think that we should. Mm -hmm. But I think that we just have to be listening for Mm -hmm. God's Holy Spirit prompting Mm -hmm. and be obedient to whatever He's calling us to do. And so that may be just as simple as a smile Mm -hmm. (laughs) with the person that you're, you know, walking down the street or saying hello to the person that you pass, making eye contact and maybe extending an invitation or um, giving a gift or maybe even just being present with somebody, mm-hmm. you know, somebody that's really lonely. I think that there's just so many ways that when we obey the Holy Spirit, that, that those encounters, we just never know what God is going to do mm-hmm. with them. I know even the first time I encountered my husband, you know, I, I would have never dreamed that here we are 20 years later mm-hmm. still together and have two children and and gosh, he has, he's helped me in, in ways to, to understand my true value and significance more, more than anybody else in my life. And so you just never know the next person you encounter, what God will do uh, with that interaction. Yeah, so true. It's so easy to forget, but it's so true. Okay, so something I want to touch on is maybe some words of wisdom or encouragement that you could offer to someone who maybe there's someone listening who feels frustrated by how slow or small her progress feels or the contribution she seems to be making in this season feels. What word of wisdom or encouragement would you give to her? Yeah, I think God has always worked little by little, mm-hmm. you know, you know, back to the beginning, circling back a little bit. He is a mighty God and he can, you know, sometimes we wish he would just snap his fingers and do things instantaneously because he can. Mm-hmm. And sometimes he does work that way. But I think sometimes he's more interested in just who we are developing in as a person. Mm-hmm. And so often, you know, I even think back to creation. He, he even created the universe little by little, day by day. Mm-hmm. And, and it, there's even a, a verse in Exodus about he, he even rescued the Israelites little by little. You know, mm-hmm. he's, he's molding us and shaping us and teaching 
teaching us all along. And like none of our life's experience are, are wasted. And so I think that we just have to be mindful and just be patient and just and keep our eyes fixed on him and trust that he is using every little thing and that he's the one that's going to take it a long way. And that there's, there's, a, there's a reason for the timing mm-hmm. and that we just have to kind of trust his providence providence and his sovereignty. Yeah, that's good. I love that. So encouraging, I think for me too, because I feel like I'm in a season of slowdown in some ways, like, you know, even what you were saying earlier, like you can compare your season that you're currently in to the season that you were in before or that you want to be in or whatever, and can feel like, oh, I'm not doing as much or I'm not, you know, working as much or whatever it might be. And I think it's just, yeah, everything you said is just so good and like, just so encouraging and important to hear. Like, it's like, maybe we know that in the back of our mind, but I think like, actually listening and and really working through that is so important. So thank you for sharing that. Okay. One of the things I want to talk about is simple things. So what would you say are some of the simplest ways that you think we can make a difference? You know, what are some of the spiritual disciplines that you talk about in the book that are more of a heart posture than an outward action? Yeah, I think an example of that would be like prayer. You know, there's a there's a well-known evangelist, uh, Billy Graham, and he led thousands to the Lord. And when he looked, I read this article um, that was written by his uh, grandson, Franklin Graham. And when he Billy looked back on his life mm-hmm. and he said that he would have accomplished so much more if he would have spent more time mm-hmm. on his knees in prayer and more time um, in God's word mm-hmm. than yeah. and less time up on a stage preaching. Mm-hmm. And I just was so humbled by that and amazed by that, by somebody that did lead so many mm-hmm. thousands of people to the Lord. And I thought, you know, how often do we discount just the privilege mm-hmm. and the the impact of our quiet time in the morning to, mm-hmm. to worship and to pray and spend time in His Word. Mm-hmm. And those are really simple uh, spiritual practices that can make an enormous impact. So, you know, maybe not all of us will preach to, maybe mm-hmm. some of us will, but maybe not all of us will preach to mm-hmm. audiences of thousands, but we can all pray to an audience of one who can reach the heart of millions. And yeah. so that is just such a good reminder for me that simple practices like that, especially as we start our day, then make us more mindful of the other simple ways mm-hmm. that God might want to use this as well. Yeah. Yeah. That is, I never heard that about Billy Graham. That's fascinating. Yeah, I have to send you the article. Yeah. It was, yeah, it, it was kind of um, earth, earth shattering for me personally. Yeah, I bet. Oh, totally. Because we think, oh, they're, they're the person doing it. You know, they're out there really making a difference. And it's like, man, that's so wild, that perspective. But it's so convicting too. It's got to start there. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I know you talk about the positive side of doing little things, but there's also a negative side of our little actions and behaviors. Can you elaborate on this a little bit more? <laughs> yeah, you know, everything that we do kind of can snowball, right? Mm-hmm. And it all it all is contagious in many ways. Mm-hmm. And so just like a kind word or a kind gesture mm-hmm. or, you know, a good intentioned something, mm-hmm. you know, a, a gift or a call or whatever can be good, then the, the domino effect of that. But then also on the negative side, if we... Um, you know, say ugly words or we're mean spirited or um, just do hateful things to other people. Mm-hmm. And we don't pray and we don't spend time in God's word and we yeah. don't, you know, that that is all going to, you know, it becomes habit forming, mm-hmm. like those kind of atomic habits in, in many ways. If we yeah. start doing good things, you know, you continue in that in that line of thought. And then if you do some of the negative things, then there's consequences that are going to result. And so I think that we just need to be really mindful and to make sure that our habits are um, in a godly, healthy direction, not just for us, but for everybody else as well. Yeah. For future generations, you know, I mean, the reality is every decision we make will affect somebody else in in a future generation. I think sometimes we forget that there really is more at stake 
than than we actually think. It's so true. Because we're so focused on like what's right in front of us that we don't always think of the repercussions or like the effect that could have the ripple effect, um, especially when it seems like they're small little things and they're insignificant. But like you said, I think it's so important to touch on like the small actions, the small things, the small habits, whether they're positive or negative, absolutely have an effect on your life, your you know future generations, people around you, et cetera. So being super aware of those, I think is so important. I love that you said that. Okay. One other thing I want to touch on, and I, I totally relate to this. So I think this is important. You've admitted that you are an achiever by nature. And I'm like, hello, that's me. But you, <laughs> you actually recommend that sometimes we need to do less. And I completely relate to that. I've definitely come to that realization in certain ways myself. But I want to hear your take on this. Like, why do you say that? Why do you think that is? Yeah, I think because if, when we're performance oriented, like we are, mm-hmm. you know, our days can, I don't know if that's you, but I, I imagine this is the same. Like if I don't get everything off my to-do list, I kind of feel like a failure for mm-hmm. that day. Mm-hmm. And my emotionals are, my emotions are like a roller coaster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I actually had a friend, she made me a, a to-do list mm-hmm. that's blank that I can fill in. And at the very end, it says, you're still significant, even if you didn't get everything marked off mm-hmm. of your to-do list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love that. Yeah. And I can check that off, you know? Right. And, and so I think that, this is so important. And, you know, we've heard it said before that mm-hmm. there's nothing that we can do to make God love us anymore. And there's nothing that we can do to make God love us any less. Yeah. And so we we have to kind of get to that point where just because what we achieve and what we accomplish is not what our value and worth is. Of course, yeah. there is value in what we do. We just can't gain our value from what we do, right? Mm-hmm. But one of the things in scripture that really, um, that I wrote about, and it's because it's a little less, is the devotion that you're referring to. And it's this naming. Mm. And um, he was, he had leprosy and he needed to be healed. And so this prophet gave him the um, advice to go and wash in the Jordan River. But the Jordan mm. River was dirty. And he was like, mm. gosh, I, I don't understand why you would have me go and, and wash. Why, why wouldn't you have me do something more grand mm. and something bigger and better? And so I think so often with our salvation, we do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And we think, gosh, there's got to be something more I have to do or something more I have to earn or strive to do mm. when God's already done every ounce of it on the cross. He's done all the work for us. We just have to rest in that and then be faithful to whatever He's called us to. But I think that that is the key, that that sometimes the less we do, when we do less, God can do more and then He gets the glory instead of us. Yeah. Uh, Don't we all need that reminder? (laughs) I'm like, yes. Me too. (laughs) I need to hear this every single day. So good. Uh, So true. And it's so hard to like hold on to and actually like live out sometimes, you know, but I think coming back to that as often as we can is so good. Man, I feel like I could ask you a million more questions. But I want to wrap here just because this has been so like short and sweet and powerful. But I'd love for those who are like, oh, I need to hear more of this. Where can you just tell us where can we learn more from you? Where can we hear more from you? And where can we get your devotional called A Little Goes a Long Way? Because I freaking love that title. And then just for those listening, the subtitle is 52 Days to a Significant Life. So tell us where we can learn more from you and where we can get your devotional. So you can find more about me at rachelkadams.com and on social media, I'm at Rachel Adams author. And then the book is available anywhere books are sold. And then um, I have a podcast as well. It's called the Love Offering Podcast. And so this season I've been um, interviewing guests to talk about each of the themes. So mm-hmm. for the last year, we've gone through and just gone more in depth into each of these topics, like a little love and a little letter and a little gesture and a little kindness and a little gratitude. Mm-hmm and a little forgiveness and all of those things. And yeah. so um, it's just been really fun to, to dive in deeper into those each week. And um, and I just pray, I think, you know, the, the subtitle is 52 Days to a Significant Life, but I, I hope that what everybody heard is you're already significant. It doesn't take 52 days. Yeah. You have inherent significance and every little thing that you do matters to mm-hmm. God and He's going to take it a long way. So good. I love that. Rachel, thank you for being here. Thanks for sharing your wisdom and encouragement. I feel like we could 
all use this. And I know I needed to hear it. I'm sure many others did as well. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's been such a blessing chatting with you. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. I'd love to hear from you. It makes me so happy to see you tuning into this show. So if you're on Instagram, let me know what your favorite part of the show was by taking a screenshot of the episode you've tuned into and share it on your story. Tag me at Jordan Lee Dooley and tell me what your favorite quote or takeaway from today's show was so that I can see what's helping you and even feature what you share. This keeps me inspired and encouraged to keep creating new content and it's a great way to share something that your friends might love too. I can't wait to see you in Instagram world, my friend. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about the She Podcast or to get involved in Jordan's growing community, visit jordanleedooley.com. Thanks for joining in today. Until next time, remain committed to intentional choices that refine your heart, faith, health, and work because your story is much too important to settle for anything less. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.